Hello, everyone, and welcome to What's Brewing, CISFA. What's Brewing, CISFA is a podcast produced for the California Community College's Student Financial Aid Administrators Association. I'm your host, Dennis Schrader. I serve as the 2021-2022 CISFA past president. And I'm Dana Yarbrough, Dennis's co-host and fellow employee at Los Angeles Mission College. What's Brewing CISFA hopes to inform and entertain you 30 minutes at a time. So let's start the show. And welcome to another episode of What's Brewing CISFA. Let's start this show with our first cup. Dana, yes. where's your cup? Um, well, seeing as it's almost twelve o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> did you have did you have a cup of something this morning? I've already had like four cups of something. Okay. Um maybe spiked with a with a little something something. Uh it is Friday. <laughs> yeah. It now is. it's not only that, it's the real Friday. Yes, it is. Because I understand now Thursday has a new categorization. Okay. Um, from you and one of our coworkers. What are we calling Thursdays? Oh, Friday Junior. Friday Junior. Friday Junior. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. <laughs> That's a good one. Yes, it is. Okay. Really good. So, were you having coffee or tea this morning? Um, all of the above. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then some. I have to say, I actually did the same. I had iced tea. And then I had coffee, coffee. Oh, okay. In fact, I got the little bit left here in the cup. All right. And you know you're having a a, a real good day when you have your tea, your coffee, and then um, maybe some, I don't know, soda water or a soda. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a little bit of soda, yeah, too. And I now see, I am on to, now this is just the sparkling <laughs> the water. The sparkling water. Yeah, there you to go. To clean away all the sins of everything else so that I drank this you morning. you had all three, sir. All three. Yes. Yes. I uh-huh. have. I've covered the whole broad base of everything. Yes, you have. I Before did, I, 12 o'clock. I know. Yes. The only thing is, though, my tea will never be as fancy as your tea. Probably not. And you probably don't drink specific tea in specific cups either. No, I'm not like that at all. Mine yeah. comes right out of the bottle. Got you. Out of the bottle. Oh, because well, you drink. Iced tea. Okay, you know, iced tea. I mean, it's like, yeah. you know, cold. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Uh, so you're saying you have different cups for different teas? Sure do. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because of sense. course, as some of you may know, those of you listening, um, depending on what type of tea you drink, the cup becomes seasoned with that flavor. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And you know why you know this? Because it makes sense. Because um, occasionally I smoke a pipe, mm-hmm. and it's the same thought there with pipes. Yep. Because there are certainly tobaccos that are very aromatic. Mm-hmm. You know, they smell like cherry and nutmeg and all these other things. And then there's your more traditional, like, English tobacco okay. or Virginia tobacco, the two big ones. And people say you do have to have a couple pipes because you don't want to mix. Right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the bowl gets a little bit of a char to it. Mm-hmm. And if it's all aromatic and then you smoke a regular, it's going to smell a little weird. Yeah. Uh-huh. And probably, of course, taste... Taste a little yeah, yeah, the, the aromas coming off and the taste okay. in the mouth will be different. Okay. Yeah. Most interesting, Dana. <laughs> wow. Who knew? Yeah, right? Uh-huh. Coffee doesn't seem to be that way, though, but maybe that's because people rinse their coffee cups more. So maybe. I, I actually, or I are have, you? I'm the same way with coffee, too. <laughs> Believe it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I have a cup specifically for my cappuccinos. Okay. I have a cup specifically for my dark brew. 
Okay. So yeah, I. Wow. For, well, for me, yeah. So you're fancy on all levels, is what it sounds like. First of all, you know I'm extra, so yes. Yes, Absolutely. Dana. I can't wait for people because I know I have to send you, and we're gonna do it in person. I swear to God, here. Okay. Our 2022 conference. I can't wait for people to meet you. <laughs> I can't wait to meet people either. Yeah, because they're going to want to see, who is this Dana person? <laughs> it's funny the questions I get from friends who don't know you or whatever. Uh-huh. And it's like, she sounds tall. Well, you're right. Yeah, she is. I'm tall. And that's about all. That's the only <laughs> thing they could guess, you know? They can't guess anything else about you uh-huh. other than you seem to be a very happy person. <laughs> but I can't wait for them to meet you at conference. It'll be. Okay, so so tell me, yeah. is, is this a myth? Is it really going to be in person or... Are you speaking uh, The plans, okay. look, we meet every week, me, our current president, Anna Faye Robinson, mm-hmm. our incoming president, David Shook, Michael Deere, former past president, and a crew from the uh, state chancellor's office foundation. We meet every week. This is the plan, yes. Okay. To be in person, okay. if all goes well. Now, we surveyed all the financial aid directors and others. And those who think they can travel or will be able to want to go. Okay. So it's sounding good. All right. And the numbers, how, what, are the, what are those numbers look like? Well, on a good year, we'll have a little over 300, 350 nice. attend a conference. Um, so we had planned for about that number when we were going to do it in person this year before we switched up. Right. We're looking at lowering the numbers a little bit okay. because we think, although we may not do like a pure hybrid, okay. it's very possible we may still have people who don't want to travel right, or can't travel because their district says so. Um, also, different from last year and other years, it used to always be uh, all directors training was all day Monday, half day Tuesday, start CISFA midday Tuesday. All directors, because it's purely done by the chancellor's office, is going to be two weeks before the conference, all online. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So because of that, we don't need quite as many room blocks and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. So we're switching it up. The plan then is, instead of starting Tuesday, we'll start midday Monday. Okay. And then go all day Tuesday till midday Wednesday. Alrighty. Now, and that was actually going to be my next question mm-hmm. to you is um, this idea of a, of a hybrid. Mm-hmm. So you said maybe, maybe not? Or? Well, uh, we're still, you know, with the plan to be all in person, the idea would be all in person and potentially record some sessions okay. that we could. Because <clears throat> NASFA and the Department of Ed has some sticky issues sometimes of recording them. Uh, Department of Ed in particular, excuse me there, um, just because of their material, may not let you record them. Um, NASA was kind of the same way because it's kind of like proprietary material. But we may still record some of the other breakout sessions uh, that we'd have available to members later. Um, but to do like a full hybrid costs more money. That's the problem. Got you. A lot more money sometimes. Okay. Because you have to have cameras. 
And you really have to, like, we're very good at the microphone thing because, mm-hmm. you know, we're trained people. Uh, <laughs> but you need to make sure they're doing great audio. You've mm-hmm. got the visuals. And then if you have to do any editing later, oh, I see. that's extra time and money. Got you. So versus if you just do a purely online one, it's different. Because, again, we could record our things ahead of time with the video and send it all at once. A lot less editing. <laughs> you could do them live if you want to. Uh, you know, us in a room with a camera. Uh, again, less editing. Um, but to do the hybrid thing's a little tough. Okay. So we're not really looking at that quite yet as a possibility because looking at the survey again, most people who said um, if we were to hold it in person and you didn't have anything that said you couldn't go, would you go? Okay. And most people said yes. So they are down for the cause. They are, okay. which I think also, you know, even right now, CASFA's conference, which was this month, and so many other conferences up to this point have not been in person. They've all been online. We're talking March, April next year, right? Mm-hmm. I think people want to get out. Okay. <laughs> they want to get out and meet people again. Yeah. You know, there's some safety things we asked about. What would you be? What would you feel safe with? You know, masks required, vaccination required. Um, you don't want any buffet meals. Do you want to have just grab and go meals? Mm. Would you be willing to sit in a large room for a reception or whatever? And it's kind of a real mixed bag of the responses. Okay, but I think it's at least enough that going forward as we plan, knowing the hotel we've got the Hyatt Regency Mission Bay down in San Diego, I think they've got enough indoor-outdoor space to do everything we want to do. Nice. Okay. So, yes, in person yeah. is the plan unless, you know, something really dastardly here uh, strikes us down on our plans. Okay. Nice. So I know you guys are really excited about that. We are. You know, in talking to Anna Faye and the group, uh, you know, it's – if the plans go as is, you know, we're reworking the contract a bit because, again, with all directors dropping out, right. there's some cancellation stuff we Absolutely. have to do. We have to change the room numbers, mm-hmm. uh, move the dates a little bit. So instead of being Monday through Thursday, it's Monday through Wednesday. Also, we still have some weekend dates where the uh, usually the exec board comes in early. Okay. So that'd be like me and you, you know, yeah. <laughs> to do some extra the setup. Executives, uh-huh. The executives okay. and the and the. As we say in the industry, the talent comes in. Got you. So you know, when we walk in the room, do the lights and the sirens go off and the explosions? <clears throat> Look, we we will have all that slow work. motion walking and everything. Uh, and I all like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. So just uh-huh. like with baseball okay. and uh, WWE wrestling, got you. We're gonna need our songs to play accordingly. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna have to think about this. Uh, my theme yeah. song. What my theme song? For what is it is be? coming through the room. Yes. <laughs> Yes, because I, I think I might even have to have dancers as well. Oh, I like this. Now you're sounding like <laughs> yes. you've gone over the top. I Yeah, and I can take it even further, and you okay. know Because <laughs> usually, you know, they're kind of like, you know, songs with a lot of heavy beat and all. I oh, think they're like, yeah. don't call it a comeback from what LL oh, Coop's okay, okay, That yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, okay. But have you ever mm-hmm. seen the uh, have you ever seen the Simpsons episode where Dredrick Tatum, which is kind of like a Mike Tyson knockoff, mm-hmm. fights Homer Simpson. Mm-mm, no, I don't think so. Oh, my goodness. So Homer, is, Homer goes on this whole little uh, just Springfield-level uh, <laughs> boxing thing because they find out 
that his brain has got extra cushion in it. <laughs> so all he has to do is stand there and keep getting hit by like these hobos and other guys oh, who are like low level fighters until they tire out and then he pushes them over. <laughs> and so at some point, Dredderick Tatum's manager, who looks a lot like Don King, <laughs> comes calling to have a fight between the two. Except for there's no way Homer's going to make it. So Dredderick Tatum's song coming into the ring is something like, you know, uh, that L.O. Uh-huh. Cool J song I was uh, alluding to. Homer Simpson's song is, Why Can't We Be Friends? <laughs> <laughs> so it's just very funny, uh, a different takeoff oh, on uh, coming in. Oh, man. Yeah. So you'll do something, you know, that could be hard. Uh-huh. And, and then I'll do like this. The, the, like well, this. It will balance it out, though. Yeah. If you When you do yours. Like a, a you know, a Carly Simon, Joni there, Mitchell song or go. something. Uh-huh. You know, Absolutely. really throw people off. Mm-hmm. We'll have oh, to wow. see how that works out. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. It will be. So, yes, conference. Uh, think of your songs. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, the goal is hopefully be in place. Uh-huh. Uh, I do know that Miss Robinson has asked that me and you try to incorporate our podcasting type world <laughs> into it. So we're going to yeah. figure out that. Yeah. I'm working on right now a lot of the breakout sessions because we kind of have like three or four different categories of those. We have those that NASFA will present for us. Okay. Things on like PJ and uh, audits and all. Mm-hmm. We have those that the Department of Ed will present for us. And luckily, Virginia Hagen's are trainer is right out of san diego okay so hopefully if we're in place and the feds allow her to travel she can come out she'll do the stuff like verification the federal update and all those and then we've kind of got all the general stuff that i want to help take care of you know we've got the standard stuff that we always present uh we get financial aid directors to talk about say uh, handling emergencies on your campus, you know, when we've had wildfires and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then also because we have our conference theme of, you know, disconnect right. to reconnect, yep. that's the area I'm really working on right now is to try to find out who are good speakers out there mm-hmm. to this. And we've talked about some of the authors and others out there, uh, you know, Think of the social dilemma, right? Yeah. The movie, uh-huh. which I'm almost done watching. <laughs> I can't get rid of my Netflix till I finish watching that. You have to watch uh, you know, finish it. It is one of those you things. You will finish it. I hope so. Mm-hmm. It's on the schedule. <laughs> so um, trying to put together those pieces too, hopefully. Okay. But yeah, that's kind of what's going on with conference right now. There will be updates going out to the members soon enough. Probably have registration if we're lucky, just before the holidays. Awesome. Just so we can get people in, signed up, hotel rooms, and all that good stuff. Yes, uh-huh. Yeah. So that's our update. Why don't we uh, play a little music, Dana? Move our way into a couple other topics on CISA, huh? And welcome back for our second cup segment on the What's Brewing Cisfa show. This is us refilling Dana's imaginary cup. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's not coffee. And it's not coffee. <laughs> and it's not tea. No. It's not tea that you got from far away. Right. Any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Look, you're going to have to hold off on filling your cup with other things. Oh, okay. Until after 4.30. Uh, until after 4.30. You, you know, preferably you. after 5, because then it goes with the song, It's 5 O'Clock it's, Somewhere. It's 5 O'Clock Somewhere. That's right. Yeah. Although, officially, 4.30 here would be uh, 
5.30 mountain time. There you go. I like how you worked it out. And you know, just like uh, Junior Friday or whatever. Friday <laughs> Junior. <laughs> Same idea. Oh, man. This office is out of control. and I It really it. is. I love it. Considering we look like we're empty most of the time. Yeah, you know. But, you know, we probably don't sound like it. No, you don't. <laughs> You don't at all. No, no. But, yeah, definitely some slim pickings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, have a couple staff members out today, a uh, couple empty vacancies. Our student workers were a little depleted. Uh, depleted? Uh, I was going to say uh, negative zero. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I found it funny today that the one that is in today, Inez, goes, do you ever miss the girls? And I was, at first I didn't hear what she said. She goes, you know. Dara and all the other girls here. I go, well, yeah, it's hard for you to make up for the noise level that oh, yeah, it was like sure. when we would have for sure. four, five, or six mm-hmm. student workers in the office. Yes. Uh-huh. Where were those good old days? Uh, they've, they've left us. It was just a, like a little beehive of activity everywhere. Oh, yeah. There were, remember the days when it was literally, where are we going to put them all? <laughs> now it's like, well, where do you want to sit? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have your choice of eight seats if you want them. Absolutely. You and know. then some. Uh-huh. Yeah, because they're not as tied to where they had to work. Is that in, You know, when I first started here, most of the work was done from two spots because we had two scanners. Right. Because it was all about scanning documents. Yep. So we had to make sure the phones were nearby. Now, most of the documents are coming in electronically. Yeah. Right? Uh, through our campus logic. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So we're doing that. Uh, things are submitted electronically by students. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering what I spent all that money on those scanners for now. You know, I don't know if I should say this on air. Uh-oh. Maybe I'll maybe, maybe have this conversation after. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know a guy. Are you already, I was going to say, are you already looking at resale value? <laughs> how big Slightly is your, used. How big is your trunk? Yeah, yeah, because, of course, we have the two world's biggest scanners. <laughs> From, like, 1900 and... Uh, oh, my no, goodness. Just, it's it's yeah. really surprising because, yeah. you know... ginormous, yeah. You would think that with technology, things were getting smaller, uh, right? We're and they big. tended to be. Our scanners got a little smaller. And then this last set that we bought maybe three, four years ago... It's ginormous. Even the IT guy who bought who picked them out with the vendor was like, I didn't expect them to be this big. Like really, I mean they're, they're larger than all our printers. I was gonna just say that, yes. but uh, my guess is, uh, if I wanted to scan uh, a Gutenberg Bible a hundred times in a day, there it could go. handle the it, workload. It could it really could? It, uh-huh. I could just sit it there and scan a thousand pages and walk back, and it would do it flawlessly. It would. Yes, it would. Not that we're doing that, anybody. No, please don't no. get the wrong idea. No, we're not. Mm-hmm. We're not scanning books in or anything. <laughs> that could be copyright protected material, everybody. I plead the fifth. Yes, exactly. Talking about pleading the fifth, I don't know. I'm just kidding. This has no lead into this. One of the other things I wanted to talk about today was elections for CISFA. How exciting! Yes. It will be. I hope so. Uh, So the plan is, uh, I guess, you know, as part of being past president, the two things you focus on are elections of new people, because in a sense, you're kind of like on the outs anyways. So it's not like I could I have undue influence. The second is bylaws. But uh, elections are coming up hopefully sometime, maybe again before the holidays. Because of the way our cycle works, we like to do elections early enough that we can announce it at conference in March, 
And then May is when we do our transition meeting where we have the old board and the new board. So that come July 1st, everyone's taken over in their new positions. So that's kind of the cycle. Uh, we do have a number of positions coming up. Okay. So as always, president-elect, we have to find the next person who would like to lead this organization and keep us from falling off the cliff. <laughs> so keep that in mind, people. Okay. Uh, so that's a three-year uh, commitment. President-elect for a year, president, and just like me, it finally comes to an end at some point, your past president year. <laughs> then we have two vice presidents, and we uh, alternate the year. So the vice president for federal issues is in their first year this year. They got another year to go. But our vice president for state issues, Tamara Shinar from up north, right. this is her last year of a two-year cycle. We'll be looking for a new person. If you didn't know what that position does... It's basically keeping up on all the different state issues. A lot of work with CSAC. A lot of work with the chancellor's office. Keeping up with uh, proposed legislation okay. and such. All right. And then <clears throat> another three-year commitment, treasurer-elect. The money. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've done this. I get to write the checks. Uh, it's one of those positions. So, <laughs> Dana, I don't know if I can have you running. I don't know if we can. Uh, What's the budget? Uh, exactly. That's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> All those years of making profit. Not oh, kidding. We're oh not. Boy. We're nonprofit. Oh, boy. All those years, though, of coming out even at the end of the year. Oh, All gone with Dana. Absolutely. Now, it's a <clears throat> it's a three year process because in the old days, it used to be two. Treasure elect for a year. Learn how to do deposits. Work the QuickBooks. All that good stuff. Second year as treasurer. You're writing the checks. So at that point, you're really overseeing all the accounts and all. But we did what some other organizations did. We added a past treasurer year. And in a sense, <clears throat> you're kind of like the guru. Okay. You're the person they go to for, you know, fund management, fiscal management, oversight of everything, making certain that transitions go well from year to year. And in a sense, we retain some uh, institutional knowledge this way, mm, you know, because okay. two years is nice. But that extra year really just kind of has you've got these two years of experience. Let's add a little extra time keeping the organization stable. OK, now I have two questions about this treasurer position. Mm -hmm. Because you're the treasurer, do you get a special medallion that you get to wear? Wow. Wow. Like blinged out medallion. And then do you get a special pin to write the checks with? And is it, iced, um, is it iced out? I don't think on either of those things. Oh, okay. So I know you might not be interested in the position I just, anymore. I just need a clarification on that. I got you. Yeah, yeah. I got you. No. Um, yeah. No, the pin okay. uh, is whatever is supplied by oh, your office. okay. It's not like, you know, embossed with diamonds no. and... The no Swarovski is, crystals. Oh, I know you. you were going to ask about that. Got you. And the ink is not like specialty sourced, right? Like What? <laughs> wow. No. <laughs> we did not go to uh, a specialty pen shop. Oh, okay. You know, they do sell those at Vroman's bookstore yes. down in Pasadena. Uh, one of my good friends, she actually used to work here, uh, yeah. Cindy Cardenas. Yes. If you're listening, shout out. <laughs> so she's into uh, calligraphy. Okay, okay. And her pins run 
a couple hundred dollars. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. A friend of mine got me a Schaefer that I got behind here oh my gosh. from Vroman's. And okay. again, uh, I'm not trying to sell you on this one little independent bookstore, but if you find them, they're... It's it's a classic thing. If you're in Southern California alone, there's a couple other places. But when you see that they have nice counters full of a variety of things from Montblancs, Parker Pens, all those big names out there, and then some in just every style possible, I think really everyone owes it to themselves to have a super duper nice pen. Yes. Right? I agree. Mm. Even if you're not a calligraphist. Yes. Right? That's what she and. <laughs> If, but if I could afford these pins that she got, man, because they're really nice. I think really of it nice. a little bit like um, it's not the show off or anything, but it is. It's to me, it's just like paying good money for sunglasses. Right. Mm-hmm. You can have a five dollar pair and continually sit on them in your car by accident and not care and just keep buying five dollar pairs. But as soon as I bought my Ray Bans, and again, not selling Ray Bans here either, <laughs> <laughs> but as soon as I did. I took care of them. I knew where they were at all times. Oh, that's because you probably paid a couple hundred dollars for them. That's why. I did. Uh-huh. Yes, I mm-hmm. did. Uh, so you take care of them. Same thing with a pen. Oh, yeah. That's the one that- pen that, you know, you put in your shirt pocket <laughs> mm-hmm. and you loan it to a friend. You're watching it. Shirt pocket. This, you're putting it in special felt like type of material and unfolding. Sure. It and, yeah. yeah. Don't breathe on my pen. That's right. Or somebody asked to borrow, it's like you're looking around for somebody else's cheap pen. Yeah, uh-huh. Yep. <clears throat> Here, use Dave's. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> right? <laughs> man. Yeah. So, okay, so no specialized pen. No. No medallion. That no says, special equipment. I'm sorry. Got you, got uh, the right. best that we give you, if we, I assume we're still doing this. A checkbook. I, I, is the checkbook, got yes. Mm-hmm. With the big checks. Got you. And I think they're set up to be <laughs> ran through a laser printer, but... It's one of those things that if you can't get the print right, uh-huh. we ended up handwriting them ninety nine percent of the time. Dennis, this is so funny that and I and I get why you know um, you guys still use checks, but sure. I, I wonder if you would you, if you showed your nieces a checkbook, would they even know what a checkbook is? You know that is a very good question. <laughs> I wonder if we showed. They like are our, just like teenagers right now, right? right? You uh-huh. know, preteens, right? Preteen. Uh, I think the oldest one is now thirteen. Okay. But yeah, eleven thirteen or so. I don't know. Right. It is it's a concept that you have an account, but do they understand the idea of a checkbook? Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know someone that still keeps their check register up to date to the penny. Oh my gosh. You said check register. Yes. But here are I'm talking, gonna give Are you talking about my mom? No, 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 no. <laughs> but I'm gonna give you a give you a, a, a within five years, how old do you think this person is? I think Maybe in their 50s or 60s? Oh, you're lowballing here. <gasps> They're in their 40s? No. 75. Oh, okay. Around okay. 75. Oh, okay, okay. I was going to say. No. <clears throat> no. Mr. Jack, uh, he keeps his to the penny. Oh, yeah. No, my, you know? my mom's the same way. Yeah. Yeah, so he's uh-huh. the only one going into the bank on occasion to ask for more. <laughs> and he luckily is the type that probably knows the tellers all by name. Oh, yeah, probably so. I so, he's probably knows exactly where they're stored at the bank. Okay. He's like, yeah, they're down there on that shelf mm-hmm. that says nobody ever asked for this stuff. <laughs> it's got, like, dust on it. Mm-hmm. They have to, like, blow it. Mm-hmm. There's cobwebs. Now, the one thing I will say before we move on, because otherwise we'll be at this all day. Yes, we will. Is um, the one thing I don't think exists anymore 
At banks? You ever you ever had a savings account? Yeah, I still do. Did you ever have the little passbook thing that they would print? No. Oh my. Okay. So it was like it was literally like a passport size book. Okay. And your bank again. This is one of my my dad worked at a bank, and we got set up with savings accounts. I'm sure I had ten dollars to start or whatever, but they had literally taken like a passport in a sense, fold it back so that there was a page. They would stick it into almost like a time card printer. Okay. And it would print whatever they needed to print, like deposits, mm-hmm. balance, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So occasionally you'd have to flip pages and all. But that was your 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 savings book in a sense. Wow. Do you yeah. still have one? No. No. If I do, it's buried somewhere because mm-hmm. I, I know I closed the account out. Uh-huh. But they had fancy ones. I remember when I worked a couple summers for my dad cleaning up a couple like storage rooms. They had books specifically for Christmas club accounts. Wow. You know, because you'd like, you know, create a Christmas uh, club yeah. or your own savings one and had Christmas stuff on the front. And again, it was the same idea as this flip book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool. It deserves its own music. Oh, wow. That was terrible. Yeah. That was a horrible segment. That was. That was so horrible, but we have to get into this last sip segment here, one way or the other. There we go. The last sip of whatever that was. In my case, sparkling water, and in Dana's case, coffee from four hours ago. Oh, man. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, So, Dana, uh, so again, this show isn't three hours long. Although a three-hour one would be kind of interesting. We do a marathon, maybe. I think people would riot. Uh, possibly. <laughs> uh, we're at the I Dare You To, and we have not had an I Dare You To from a while. Uh, I think we need something from you, Dana. No, I ha- remember you, I had one. I, mm-hmm. Okay, so what is today? Today, so I'm actually still hardcore watching Adventure Time, but <laughs> in between. Um, yeah. Oh, man, what's an, a good I Dare You? Yeah. I'm trying to think. What have I binge watched? Oh, my gosh. So I dare you guys. So last night, um, the new Dune came out movie, right? So I binge watched the old school David Lynch one, and then I watched the new one. So I dare uh-huh. you guys to watch the old school David Lynch one. Okay, <laughs> the old one. The old I'm gonna school. type down here. <laughs> yeah. And then watch the new one, and then yeah, let me know your thoughts. Now, do I understand this right? I was reading a small article about. The new Dune. Right. Uh-huh. Is it potential that this is like a first part of? Yeah, it's part one. Okay, so this is being parted out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Into two, into two parts. Okay. Mm-hmm. So does compared to the first one then, and you don't, you might not know yet, this only then covers a portion of what the first movie did? Right. So, and then from my understanding and... Again, I, I've never read the novel because mm-hmm. it's like 10,000 pages Yes, long. I know. I, I know people who have. Again... <laughs> That man, Jack. Ask, okay, so when but you, he's 75. He started when he was 40. Right? When you talk to him, yeah. please ask him, if he does look at the new one, is it closer to, oh. the, to the actual book? Oh, okay. Because I think the um, the 80s version one, I don't know if it, if it follows. Oh, uh, th- that's a good it, question. It I don't might know. be just his imagining of it. 
I'm, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll definitely ask him. But that. I think this new redub is it follows closer. Okay. Yeah, to the original, um, to the story. To the story. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah, but there were, of course, um, similarities. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because it's, it's it's the same. Yeah, it's a, yeah. I think the one thing you told me that is the writer of this book wrote a number of books. Yeah. And uh-huh. then the kids took over when he passed away. Okay. And the only thing he explained on that was they were not the same. Okay. <laughs> but we didn't go into a lot of detail because I had not read the book. So either way, I wouldn't please, be able to help. when you see him at the cigar shop, please let, uh-huh. him, know, let him know. Dana wants to know, if yeah. you look at the new Dune, is it closer to Is the, it closer to the, what the storyline uh-huh. of the book is? And I think is. the author okay. is uh, Frank Herbert. That's that does the, sound yeah. right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, can you imagine uh, watching uh, four, five, almost five hours of yeah. space opera? Yeah. And believe me, at the end of it all, Assuming it's even close to the book, the biggest complaint out of the super nerds out there will be, oh, it wasn't, it wasn't in depth enough. Was, you know, after all that time, I agree. But you know, it's hard to do something oh, on yeah. that uh, on that level, epic scale, it, it so, yeah. and it, it really is epic. But yeah. I will say, the new one is is beautiful. It is beautifully shot. You know. Well, the technology has come so Absolutely. far. When you do the comparisons, heck yeah. I mean, the only cool thing to the old one mm-hmm. was kind of like that floating big container thing with one of the dudes in it or whatever, like mm-hmm. some brain or whatever, because mm-hmm. that looked okay. But when you see the shots, especially when they're in like large halls looking out to space, mm-hmm. it's awful. The matting they had to do back in the days to try to make it look good. I agree with you, but... I respect it because sure. at the time you had to have a great imagination to pull something like oh yeah that off like but I it's corny yeah yes but I have mad respect mm-hmm. for uh for all of that yeah but I yeah, yeah I, I, I mean I it it almost stands up well just for uh, Sting's acting alone. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. I was going to say, and... That's enough. That's enough. Your idea, you two, then. Because now I'm going off on a tangent. Oh, man. We'll be here all day. Yeah. So let me just give me, give mine here. So, you know, my, uh, my, I dare you two for people here, and it has, this is not aimed at anyone particular, um, is just occasionally let it go. And what I mean is whether you're having like a lighthearted conversation with some friends or you're uh, talking through something where you think you have the right answer or the right opinion or whatever, sometimes it's just better to let it go. I mean, here's what I, I think it's kind of a growing thing. And it's not a matter that you're just giving up on an argument, but you have to really learn to weigh the room. Um, in particular, I see this with one of the younger, younger guys, you know, like early 20s, mid-20s now who uh, came to this, comes to the cigar, cigar shop quite a bit. Um, very well read, but very opinionated. But I think one of his growing things was to learn where you don't always have to be the one with the right answer in the room. Because mm-hmm. sometimes your right answer is still an opinion or a subjective look at something. Is it worthwhile to throw off a conversation or kill a conversation, right? Mm-hmm. This is what we see when we don't debate you know, it's more like you'll say something and you'll, and then someone else will try to denounce it. And that just kills off debate mm, okay. on the fact that we both could be wrong. Right. It, the answer could be in the middle. One of us could be more right than wrong. Mm-hmm. But again, unless we're on a TV show trying to win money, 
Why overdo it? Would you call it agreeing to disagree? I think that's the, yeah. we, I that's, like how you summarized my last minute here. That's this was actually, very good. That's our saying in our household. Yeah. You know, because we have, we clash in our house sometimes. Sure. Hard Usually, to believe. Yeah, I know. <laughs> when it, yeah, when it comes to beliefs, politics. Sure. Just life in general. Exactly. We get passionate. Mm-hmm. And so we're at the end. Okay, well, we agree to disagree. Yeah, I mean, unless you're literally trying to argue that hydrogen is lighter than helium, which scientifically that's been proven. <laughs> yeah. um, everything else might be open for debate on religion, uh foreign policy, economics, and everything else in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of potential answers. And oftentimes, it's not a case of Occam's razor where the easiest, um, the most likely uh, solution to something is, or like, you know, like to a murder or whatever, Mm -hmm. is the likelihood of what happened instead of the conspiratorial end. It is a case that most everything else in life is got a lot of gray area to it. You know, why did these people do that? It's not just a one thing. It's probably 50 different things. Put it in the context of the timing. So the agree to disagree, I like that. Mm-hmm. And with that, we'll just have to agree that it's time for the show to end, I think, everybody. I think that's just the way it's got to be. So I want to thank my co-host, Dana, for joining us today on What's, Brew- on What's Brewing CISFA. And thank you, our audience, for tuning in. And everyone, if you have something to say or you have topics you want us to discuss, email us at wbcsfa at gmail.com. You can find this and all What's Brewing CISFA podcasts on Google Podcasts, your Apple Podcasts app, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and a tune-in app on your Amazon Alexa Echo by using Alexa. What's Brewing CISFA is a production of Studio 1051, a creative collaboration of Dennis and me. This has been episode number 132, recorded Friday, October 22nd, 2021. Everyone have a great day and and have have a a great great weekend. weekend.